2: Bloomberg Law for this Friday, April 28th. I'm Greg Store in Washington. Donald Trump has ordered a review of two dozen national monuments that were shielded from development by previous presidents. But even if Trump doesn't like those protections, it's not clear what he can do about it.
0: And I'm June Grosso in New York. Parents are suing while police in Georgia are defending their actions in putting a high school in Sylvester on lockdown for hours and patting down each of the students, some aggressively looking for drugs. That's straight ahead. But first, a check on the markets from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet.
3: All right. Thank you very much, June Grosso. We have got the Dow and S&P lower. NASDAQ is advancing. Stocks are trading near records. In fact, the Nasdaq Composite Index climbing to a record. Treasuries are dropping. Oil closing in on fifty dollars a barrel, even after the world's biggest economy reported its slowest pace of expansion in three years. West Texas Intermediate crude up twenty one cents a barrel to forty nine eighteen, up by four tenths of one hey. percent. Gold uh, higher now. Hi. Uh, it is uh, gold is uh, trading higher by two dollars thirty cents to twelve sixty eight, a gain there of two tenths of one percent. The ten year yield two. 2.3% The NASDAQ 100 stock index adding to its records as Alphabet and Amazon rise after reporting strong earnings. Alphabet shares up by 4% and Amazon shares up 1.7%. Former Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan sat down with Bloomberg Television and Radio this morning to talk about a number of topics, including President Trump's influence on the stock
4: market. He has done something or will be doing something which has made a major effect and the reason why Stock prices have risen, and that's indicated that he wants to cut back uh, all the supervision and regulation, which is, this is a major inhibitor inhibitor, uh, to the whole uh, outlook in many respects.
3: CVC Capital Partners has agreed to buy 80% of Swiss watchmaker Breitling. It is 102 on Wall Street, and time now for the Market Drivers Report with a focus on American depository receipts. And here is Dave Wilson.
5: Thanks, Charlie. ADRs are lower along with U.S. shares. The S&P ADR index down a tenth of a percent, while the S&P 500 is lower by about two-tenths of a percent. The U.K.'s Barclays has fallen 5.6% in U.S. trading. First quarter results showed the bank's bond trading revenue fell, which analysts didn't expect. The decline contrasted with average growth of 24% at Barclays' biggest U.S. rivals. And China's Baidu has dropped 4.5%. The search engine owner indicated second quarter revenue is likely to trail the average analyst estimate in a Bloomberg survey. At the same time... Baidu plans to spend more on its streaming video and news aggregation services. Uh, Switzerland's ST Microelectronics has risen 3.2 percent. The chipmaker's first-quarter earnings and second-quarter forecast exceeded projections, and ST Micro said chief executive Carlo Boschi will stay on for another year. And Tokyo Electron has gained 6.8 percent. The Japanese chip equipment maker forecast fiscal-year earnings that surpassed estimates and raised its dividend for the year that ended in March, Charlie.
3: And we thank you very much, Dave Wilson, uh, bringing us up to date on American depository receipts. Recapping equities are mixed. S&P 500 index down 4, a drop of two-tenths of 1%. NASDAQ higher by a point, a little change there. Dow Industrials down 36, a drop of two-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thanks,
2: Charlie. You're listening to Bloomberg Law. I'm Greg in washington with June Grasso in New York. Three weeks before leaving office, Barack Obama designated two new national monuments. One of them was Bears Ears in Utah, where Obama set aside 1.35 million acres that included 100,000 archaeological sites and areas considered sacred to Native American tribes. This week, Donald Trump ordered a review of that national monument and more than two dozen others created over the past 21 years. It's a process that could end up with Trump trying to rescind Obama's designation or at least scale back the monument. But there are ser- serious legal questions about what authority Trump has. No president has ever tried to rescind the designation of a national monument. With us to talk about that is Charles Warren. He's a partner at Kramer, Levin, Neftalis, and Frankel. And John Lushi. He's a professor at the University of California, Hastings College of Law, and formerly the top lawyer in the Interior Department. John Leslie, let me start with you. Um, Where does the authority come from in the first place for a president to designate uh, an area of land uh, or an area of of the sea as a national monument? It
4: comes from the... Antiquities Act of 1906, a statute Congress passed uh, back then that has actually been one of the uh, most used and most successful conservation statutes in American history. It applies only to federal land, does not apply to state or private land, uh, but it authorizes the president to set aside uh, and protect objects of historic or scientific interest on those lands. Chuck- every president, uh, practically every president since 1906 has used this authority, presidents of both parties, and set aside uh, well over 100 million acres of land onshore and several hundred million of acres of land offshore.
0: Chuck, the that statute doesn't talk about taking away the designation of a national monument. But in 1938, when President Franklin Roosevelt wanted the authority to do so, uh, tell us what the Office of Legal Counsel of the Department of Justice uh, told him.
6: Yes. The, the Department of Justice really in, in 1938 said that they he did not have the authority uh, to do that because uh, – The establishment of a national monument in accordance with the Antiquities Act is a a one-way creation of a trust over the resources. The President then wouldn't have the power to revoke that reservation. That's really, there haven't been any court cases that specifically have dealt with that power, but that was the Attorney General and and the the Office of Legal Counsel's opinion that's uh, been rendered, and there's nothing to contradict that opinion. And, in fact, although presidents have once in a while narrowed the scope of uh, some of these monuments, uh, not by a lot, but uh, they have never sought to take back uh you know, the establishment of one of these national monuments.
2: John, let's let's stick for a moment on on the idea that a president might completely rescind as opposed to scale back a national monument. Does that um, uh, uh, opinion back in the 30s make sense to you? Why should it be? I mean, why shouldn't this be like, you know, a president appoints somebody, a president can fire somebody? Why can't a president undo an action taken by a previous previous president?
4: Well, I think it has to do with the uh, special field of public land law. Uh, which has always been somewhat different from other areas of federal law. And around the same time that Congress passed the Antiquities Act in 1906, it passed a number of other statutes that authorized the president to take action to protect lands, uh, federal lands, in one way or another. And in those other statutes, it said it gave the president authority to set aside or unset aside. In other words, it specifically said you can do this or you can revoke this. But in the Antiquities Act, it stands out because it's one way. It says you can set aside and protect land, but it didn't say you could unprotect them. And that's exactly the reasoning of the attorney general in 1938. Uh, he basically said, look, this is a delegation from Congress to take protective action. It's not a delegation to unprotect, uh, and so you can't do it. It's a, it's a pretty powerful argument, I think. Uh, obviously, you know, you never can predict what the courts are going to do, but I think there's grave risk if the president wants to uh, uh, take action to rescind the monument.
0: Chuck, about 45 seconds here. National monument status has been revoked from only 11 sites, and in each of those cases, Congress took away the site's national monument status. Is that a strong indicator that it's Congress that should do this?
6: Yes. Uh, I think, as John as John said, uh, it, it really is Congress that has the authority over public lands uh, in the United States, and they can do whatever they want, but I think uh, it's a stretch to say that the president acting on his own can revoke one of these things.
2: We're, we're talking with Charles Warren of uh, Kramer Levin Neftales, and frankel and John Leshy of the University of California Hastings College of Law in San Francisco about Donald Trump's uh, announcement this week that he is considering uh, re, uh, or is ordering a re- review of national monuments created by previous presidents, including Barack Obama. Uh, when we come back in, in a moment, I want to ask them about whether even if Donald Trump can't can't revoke a designation, whether he might at least. Be able to shrink the size of uh, something like the 1.35 million acre uh, national monument in Bears Ear in Utah, Bears Ears National Monument. But first, a check on the latest world and national headlines with Bloomberg's Nancy Lyons here in the 991 Newsroom in Washington. Nancy.
7: Thanks. President Trump says even though it's been 99 days, his administration is making great strides and getting a lot of things done. I
5: don't think there's ever been anything like this. It's a false standard, 100 days, but I have to tell you, I don't think anybody has done what we've been able to do in 100 days, so we're very happy.
7: The president spoke after signing an executive order aimed at expanding offshore drilling. He says the executive order lifts restrictions on drilling and will unleash American energy and clear the way for thousands of high-paying energy jobs. With just hours to spare, Congress has easily approved a short-term spending bill that would prevent a partial federal shutdown over the weekend. It extends the deadline for another week. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson is warning the U.N. Security Council today that there needs to be a new approach for dealing with North Korea now that the country is becoming bolder with its missile testing.
3: The threat of a North Korean nuclear attack on Seoul or Tokyo is real. And it is likely only a matter of time before North Korea develops the capability to strike the U.S. mainland.
7: He wants U.N. members to suspend or downgrade any diplomatic relations with North Korea and further isolate the country with new sanctions. Former President George H.W. Bush has been released from a Houston hospital where he received treatment for a mild case of pneumonia and chronic bronchitis over the past two weeks. Pope Francis is in Egypt arriving today to meet with the country's religious and political leaders. He's hoping to present a united Christian Muslim front three weeks after Islamic militants staged twin Palm Sunday church attacks. He'll spend two days in the country. Global news 24 hours a day powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Nancy Lyons.
3: mobile business news 24 hours a day
4: at Bloomberg.com the Radio Plus mobile app and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business
3: Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. the Dow and S&P are lower. NASDAQ is higher. We've got the 10-year yield at 2.30%. Gold up 210 the ounce to 12.68. A gain there of 2 tenths of 1%. And West Texas Intermediate crude up 16 cents a barrel. 49.13 on WTI. A Again near of 3 uh, tenths of 1%. So the S&P down 4 that's a drop of 2 tenths of 1% Dow Industrials down 36 also a drop of 2 tenths of 1% Nasdaq barely budging it is higher by less than a point. I'm Charlie Palatan, that June Grosso and Greg Store is a Bloomberg Business Flash.
0: Thank you, Charlie. Bloomberg Law is brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. Greg?
2: Thanks, June. We're talking about the... Uh, announcement this week that Barack, that uh, Donald Trump said he's going to order a review of the national monuments designated by his predecessors, including Barack Obama. Uh, Trump said this week that Obama committed a, quote, egregious abuse of federal power when he designated some vast areas and put them off limits to development.
5: The Antiquities Act does not give the federal government unlimited power to lock up millions of acres of land and water and it's time we ended this abusive practice.
2: We're speaking with John Leshy, He's a professor at the University of California, Hastings College of Law, and Charles Warren, a partner at Kramer Levin. Um, Chuck, uh, the um, tell us what it means to have something designated as a national monument. What are the practical consequences of that sort of designation?
6: Well, you know, they set them they set these uh, lands aside basically, uh, you know, they could be historic landmarks or prehistoric structures or objects of scientific interest, and it protects these things from these areas rather from incompatible activities such as mining and leasing and logging and grazing and fishing and other kinds of commercial uses essentially. And that's really what it means, and that's obviously what some of the people who are against these kinds of designations, uh, you know, are are concerned about.
0: And, John, in an NBC News Survey Monkey poll in February, 47 percent of respondents said more U.S. land should be protected by national parks. Forty percent said the amount currently protected was right, and only nine percent said less land should be protected. So it seems as if the American public is in favor of these uh, monuments and public lands, if this goes through for some reason, do those lands go back to the states and then do the states have the opportunity to do whatever they want with them?
4: No, they would remain in federal hands, but uh, you're wrong in saying they go back to the states. The states never owned these lands. The United States always owned these lands. The United States uh, acquired these lands usually from foreign governments with the blood and treasure of everybody. Uh, And so the states have no claim to these lands. If a monument is rescinded, uh, they remain federal lands, but the protections of those lands are, are lessened. Uh, I should also uh, say, in response to something Charles said, these lands are generally open to the public for recreation. They're also open generally to grazing. Uh, what is restricted are those uses, uh, sort of intensive industrial uses, that are inconsistent with protecting these cultural and historic and scientific objects. So each monument, contains its own kind of little management regime uh, built around the, the resources that you're trying to protect, uh, which may include vast landscapes or it may include uh, very specific sites like the Statue of Liberty was actually first set aside as a national monument by a president.
2: Chuck, the Antiquities Act says that the uh, national monument should be quote confined to the smallest area compatible with proper care and management of the objects to be protected. Um, it, if there's a, a good argument that uh, you know, say the the monument in Utah, one point three five million acres, is bigger than it needs to be, is it clear that Donald Trump would have authority to, authority to make that smaller?
6: Not really. Clear, but there ha- there is precedent for that because presidents have, on occasion, not many occasions, uh, made some of these national monument areas smaller. Um, the going back to the opinion of the attorney general, um, you know, he that opinion did say that uh, you might be able to do that, but it's apparently uh, not considered one of the strongest points uh, of the opinion in view of developments that have happened, you know, in the future, and I think. I think you'd have to justify uh, saying why you had uh, you know narrowed the area, and if it, the mon, you know if the monument is still designation is still protecting the area from the things you want to protect it from, and that's what it says. It says with you know a small area compatible with proper care and management of the objects to be protected, and so that that's the question, right? If if something is you try to narrow the area, are things still being protected? And if you allow mining or drilling, and now um, you could, I'm sure, make a good case that these places will not be protected in the same way. So I think I think you're going to be inviting a uh, major lawsuit if, if you try even to diminish the area John- that was detonated.
0: John, what kind of claims could we see in lawsuits if Trump does go forward with this plan?
4: Well, uh, either a rescission or a reduction would be certainly be challenged by uh, probably local groups who want these areas protected by tribes or who are particularly interested in in the Bears ears, by recreational interests, by outdoor uh, recreation industry, which is a very powerful economic force, so you'll see lots of opposition and uh, many potential, uh, probably real, plaintiffs in, in lawsuits if if uh, uh, the president uh, uh, follows through. And based uh, on what also, grounds? Yeah. Oh. yeah.
0: Based on what grounds? Well.
4: On the grounds we've just been talking about, that the Antiquities Act is really a protection statute, and it doesn't give a president the power to unprotect an area, uh, which is what he would be doing if he took action under this. So it's a pretty straightforward uh, lawsuit, and uh, and I'm sure we'll see this play out in the courts if the president wants to. Do this. I should also say in the clip you played, you know, the president said we want to end this abusive power. Uh, this is something that every president has done, beginning with Theodore Roosevelt. You know, Secretary of the Interior, Zinke, claims to be a big fan of Theodore Roosevelt. Well, uh, Theodore Roosevelt did an 800,000-acre uh, Grand Canyon National Monument in 1908. He set the pattern here uh, that has been followed ever since for these these large-scale protections. John,
2: we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much, John Leshy of the University of California. Hastings College of Law and Charles Warren of Kramer Levin talking about uh, the prospect that Donald Trump may scale back or even rescind some national monuments uh, designated by his predecessor presidents. You're listening to Bloomberg Law. This is Bloomberg.